We're all about turning a crappy situation into something positive. A quarter million dollars of credit card I debt. I still remember the day when no one turned up. Throw it in the garbage and start from scratch. I could give myself a chance, so I started something. I mean, I think that counts as from poop to gold. <laughs> Welcome back to From Poop to Gold. I'm Benton Crane, your co-host. And today I'm joined by Alex Bean, co-founder of Divi and chief business officer of Divi. Welcome to the podcast, Alex. It's great to have you. Yeah, thanks, Benton. Excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about your early life. What led you up to becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah, so I, I grew up in Seattle, uh, literally in Redmond, uh, Microsoft country, yep. back when it was cow pastures. So born in the 80s, um, watched a lot of you know entrepreneurs come through the area, but really it's a family thing. So my great grandpa moved up to Seattle and started uh, drugstores, and then my grandpa uh, started his own companies. My dad is an entrepreneur. My older brothers are uh, in high school. I couldn't get a job or didn't get jobs that were for hourly rate. It was always like start your own business. So, mm-hmm. you know, did a bunch of stuff. A lot of it failed. But yeah, so I've always kind of been an entrepreneur and uh, lucky to be doing it for for real. Runs deep in your blood. It, it does. It does. Okay. So tell us about your entrepreneurial journey. Is Divi your first company? It's actually my first company um, starting from scratch. I've been, this is probably my fourth company kind of going coming in early, meaning first 10 employees, kind of under a million type thing and, and growing it from there. Uh, but it's the first time from scratch and, and being a co-founder. Awesome. Now, tell us how the idea for Divi came together. Yeah, so uh, Blake, my partner, um, Blake Murray, he is the, the CEO and co-founder of Divi. Uh, we actually both grew up in, in Seattle, so we've known each other for a long time. I was uh, building custom software. Uh, I was with a, a company that we outsourced development for custom software. So we did a lot of app development. And Blake had this idea, and it's funny because Venmo is like the most powerful thing on the planet at the time. We were talking about this, and he was kind of like, well, Venmo can't do what I want it to do. I'm like, okay, well, what do you want to do? And he wanted to pay his eight-year-old you know, allowance money, like $5 uh-huh. for mowing the lawn to you know, go down and get some candy at the, at the local store. But he's like, my son doesn't have a bank account. So he's like, why can't I be the bank account and divvy it out to my son, uh, you know, divvy out aspects of, of my bank account to him? So that was the original thought. That was of, the genesis. That was the genesis of it, the back of the napkin idea, right? Uh, Blake came to, to my house. It was uh, 2016. It was, I believe, in February. Got down, we went to my basement. And we just started talking about, you know, hold on, well, wait, why doesn't Venmo work? Oh, you don't have a bank account? And uh, in that meeting, we started having the discussion of, well, hold on, this is the same thing we have for, for businesses. Why can't the business kind of own the bank account and do a better job of divvying out access points to it? And that's, that's where we went. So, Harmon Brothers, we're Divi users. Yep. We're your customers. So I've got to take just a second to tell our listeners why this works for us. So, okay. In fact, just before we started the podcast here, our podcast producers, MJ and Emily, were talking about how much they love Divi because it's made their lives as team members much, much better. So I think to illustrate that, I go back to the way it was before Divi, where we have we issue our employees these company cards, and these company cards have some credit limit on them that's yep. determined by you know our finance team or yep the card company or whoever it is. Someone, yeah, the banker behind the door, yeah. Yep. And then these team members go out and they make the purchases that they need to purchase. They go buy the things that they need to purchase, but there is no control or visibility within their own immediate team or from their own immediate manager. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's like there wasn't. Uh, we wanted to create a Venmo atmosphere for business where like they, they could all have the money they needed to spend, and they could see what each other was spending, so they could work as a team to meet the goal and stay within budget, but then not have to turn in receipts and do all that that back end heavy lifting. So yeah, that's what we've been trying to enable, and it's going well. Yeah, um, it, it, I want to con- I want to paint the picture even a little bit keep more. F- yeah, I want to paint the picture. F- we could do, spend twenty minutes doing this. Like, if you just want to keep talking about how great Divi is, let's go. <laughs> so now my team, the finance department, gives them a budget for their project, and so instead of just having this, you know, credit limit on their card where they can just go spend as much as they need to they now have a budget for that specific project and that specific team. And so as they go out and make the purchases that they need to, it counts against that budget and their team and their manager of that team gets immediate visibility into how the budget is being spent, how much is left. And it has been a game changer for our project teams to have that type of visibility. And it's allowed us to really rein in our budget controls. Uh, So it's been a huge help for us. All right, so now that we've kind of set that stage for the listeners, yep, I want to backtrack a little bit with you, and I want to talk about the journey that it's taken to build this company. So you guys are a hugely successful company right now, super fast growing. You're kind of a superstar right now. Is that fair? Hey, well, yeah, we'll take it. Um, you know, a thing that we've learned and part of the journey and uh, is like things are never as good as they seem. So I'm sure a lot of people do look from the outside and say, "Wow, like look at look at the the rocket ship that is Divi," but that's not what I see. Right? Like we're solving problems every day. You're in um, the weeds. The yeah, day-to-day. there's a lot of weeds. They're like there are weeds. We got problems, but yeah, it's going great. We're excited about the growth, and we're going to keep it going. Awesome. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the journey. Okay. Um, podcast is called from poop to gold. So we're capturing stories about taking a really hard situation and overcoming it and coming out the other side and turning it into gold, right? Yep. Tell us about your poop to gold moment. Okay. And, and I'll focus, uh, let's talk Divi, okay. uh, like the Divi poop to gold. And I have some personal stuff we can talk about if we want. Um, so I remember it was uh, a late night and it was a Monday um, no, it wasn't Monday. Sorry, it was later in the week. And we had our basically our whole company there. And we're all having this conversation. And the conversation is, we have to use physical cards, which for us was like, Blake and I thought everything would be Apple Pay. It would all be on the phone. It'd be super slick and easy. And basically, we sat there and were like, wait a minute, like we can't use physical cards. And we were going to shut the company down. This is like, we can't function like that. It creates this whole sloppy experience and it's not going to work. And I just remember being like, we went home that night and it was going into the weekend and it was kind of one of those, it's over. Like this has been a great run, but we just can't make it work. It's not going to do what we thought it was going to be. Um, Blake and I, you know, we kind of said, all right, go home and rest on Friday. By Saturday morning, we were just texting each other and calling and, and back and forth all day. And by Sunday night, we, we had kind of been like, all right, I think we can get it. How big was the team at this point? Uh, 20 to 30, somewhere so in there. Quite a few people's jobs are on the line. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And and, you're and, feeling all that pressure. And we're going to get into some of that too because like we made some mistakes there. You know, you had the right size of the teams. A certain, like this is a family at this point. You've told these people, come build our vision, right? Blake and I are trying to recruit you to say, come build this thing we believe in. And now the thing we believed in, and it's not possible. It's not happening. It's not happening. Uh, and we had, to, we had to overcome that. And eventually we figured out the right user experience to make that work. And there are so many experiences. Uh, I'll give you another one. Uh, we were re- working with U.S. Bank for a year. And they were the bank that we were going to work with to issue all of our cards. 
And one day we got an email that says, sorry, we had to shut you down. And their compliance manager on some team finally got wind of it and was basically like, stop. And that's it. And it's like, you get, there's no, like, let's call and work it out. It's like, it's over. And you can imagine just the amount of stress like that hit Blake and I, where it's like, wait, what? We have no backup plan. We months have, of work have gone into months, it. Years, millions of dollars. We are way far into this thing. Um, and it's and it's essentially over. Uh, and you just kind of look at yourself and it is one of those like, wait a minute, am I going to keep fighting on this? Like, is this a dream we should still keep going after? Or is this it? Like, should we just call it everyone, you know, go on LinkedIn and get some new jobs? And yeah, just time and time again, a lot of those experiences from the early days. What about a personal poop to gold moment? Poop to gold moment. Uh, we were talking before the, the podcast. So like for a long time, like I'm a sports guy, right? You, you said you're a jazz fan. Um, I was super involved with sports like my whole life. It was just a part of like my, um, uh, my friends and my social groups and what I did. It's what I practiced. And I, I played football. Um, and I remember in college I played for a year and I was a walk-on. I was good, but not great. And, uh, I was a walk-on at, at a, at a school in the U S and, and ultimately got cut, right? Let's just fast forward. Like the poop was, they're like, Hey, your story is going to end here. And I remember walking out of like the locker room and be like, my whole life's been this thing. Like uh, this has been part of my identity. It's been the thing I've been most passionate about. It's the thing I was really good at, but now I'm not good enough. I'm at the end of the road. I'm at the end of the road. And you know, it might sound dramatic because obviously now I look back on it, I'm like, that's ridiculous. It's not the end of the road. But at the time, it's like a lot of things come crashing down. Like the world I had built came crashing down. And it's like, that is a poopy experience. And and fundamentally it is like, okay, wait a minute. Well, there's other worlds you can go rebuild. You just kind of have to wake up and say, I'm going to find another passion and something else I can be good at and go build that. So did that become a new beginning for you? What, what, yeah, what's actually, the gold part of it? The, the gold part of it is, is like, I actually got the note early enough so I can go do something else. Like I could have hung on for another three more years and wasted a bunch of time, but I was never going to like go to the NFL. Like that's a joke. Uh, so it was like, it was great to, you know, you had the bad experience, but the good is the, then I met my wife and then I was able to get through school faster so I could go get in and start businesses. I, I mm-hmm. tried one or two in college and no, they didn't work, but you just started your next journey yep. that ultimately allowed you to create the life that hopefully, I, you know, I think I'm pretty proud of right now. Awesome. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about the team at Divi. Okay. Tell us about how innovation happens at Divi. Kind of what's the nature so this has been really interesting uh, to see the evolution of this. So early on, obviously, as founders, it's Blake and I saying, we want to build this great thing. Yep. And here's what we think this great thing looks like. So it's very much like us saying this is what we but, – but we're not engineers. We're not even product people. We just said this thing should exist. We're business people. So early stages, it was us, and then you and I can our developers and our product people tried to help you know hone in our ideas and tell us why they were crazy or why they weren't crazy or how they would be achieved, and you know we started to evolve into like well let's listen to the customer, and it's always this mix. It's like well you know the classic Henry Ford quote they would have just asked for a faster horse, and we're trying to say no 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 but we want to build a car. Right. If you go talk to these controllers, they're going to tell you to build a, a, a bigger horse. So we evolved in the early stages from Blake and I saying here's this vision. You, you start hiring really good people, and then you start having to trust those people to build on your vision. And that is actually a harder thing to do than you might think. You have like this dream. Imagine building a dream home, and then you want other people to now start building the bedrooms in the dream home, but you've had like your hands on it the whole time. Yep. And that's where we've evolved to now is like I see a lot of our innovation coming from the teams and from those minds and from those long hours because other people, and I think this is the job of Blake and I, is to keep the energy 
uh, to keep the vision alive, but to allow other people to scale and build our company and make it their dream. Make it something that they think about in the shower, that they think about when they're driving to work. And if we do that correctly, then they're the ones that are going to be adding, continuously adding more innovation. So uh, we're still coming up with a lot of ideas. We still have a vision. But fundamentally, if we can impart that on our team where they're doing it with us, that's the only way can, we can really, really take it to where we want it to be. That's awesome. I remember in a, I was interviewing a candidate for a job at Harmon Brothers, and he told me, he said, I came to Harmon Brothers seeking knowledge and skills so that I could then take those knowledge and skills to fulfill my life's mission. And he said, but the more that I learn, I think I want to fulfill my life's mission at Harmon Brothers. And that was such a an aha moment for me where I realized that it doesn't just have to be my you. dream and Daniel's dream. Yeah. It, it, this dream can extend on to other people. And how cool was that feeling for you? It was amazing. That you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, it does. It's not just me. And like the more people you can get into that boat that want to build this thing together, it's just exciting. It's just like it, the the interest and in the scale of innovation happens and you start to see them throw on their, their dreams into this. And, and that's just when everyone wants to roll up their sleeves and build something great. How do you do your networking and what is it meant to your building of Divi? So uh, yeah, Blake and I, uh, we always joke that, you know, Blake's kind of the more introverted founder and I'm a little bit more extroverted. Um, I, I love networking. Um, I don't think that is the only way you build the business. You, you have to, there's all the things you do and, and learn in business school to uh, to just build the business and, and do all the processes. But networking is a people game. And I think a lot of success in business is people people you hire, people you work with, people that they frankly just want to do business with you. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't think of all the nuanced times of when I met someone at some event I didn't really want to go to, but I went there, I met one person, and that person was actually integral into introducing me to another partner that's super yep. impactful to the business, right? Yep. And I think that's the spider web of networking. I wouldn't tell people just like show up at a networking event and, and try to you know hand out as many business cards as possible, but go there, try to like connect with a few different people understand what they are trying to achieve and if you can help them help them and, and return the and they'll return the favor back and that's where networking has been the most successful for us yeah daniel and i are both pretty solid introverts and so going to you know just some event to chat with people has never felt normal or natural to us but i always make it a goal to just have a real human to human connection with at least one or two people and you never know where those connections are, are going to lead to. The worst networking is when you go and people are obviously selling you something. Yep. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. This guy just wants to sell me something. And you just, you know, you, you're you like, all right, I'm out. And you got to remember that you might be the guy on the other side of the coin. You can't just be the only one telling your vision. And sometimes it's really cool to meet someone like like you and say, Benton, like, tell me about Harmon Brothers' vision. And that hopefully is the the point of networking. It's a gathering of interesting people and you can hear uh, and learn from other people. Yeah. Now, Divi's a financial company. Does creativity have a role in in a financial company? Oh, man. Uh, yes, it could be pretty boring. Uh, you know, it, it could be boring if you think about it in a boring way. Um, meaning, if you think about the GLs and the chart of accounts and the accounting, you know, just the hardcore accounting stuff, yeah, it's not super exciting. Um, but when you think about the people interactions, you're talking about your team here that, that loves using Divi. And it's like, you think about them sending and requesting funds and just being out in the field and seeing the things they need to see and some of the user experiences that they can have. 
it becomes a little bit more interesting than just typical numbers. Um, but that's also our innovation, right? Like we are, it's an interesting space right now, the fintech world, because it's, it's convergence of the big, the big banks that have all the resources in the planet that have been here forever and forever, forever. And then some of these upstarts, we're not the only ones. There's a bunch of upstarts mm-hmm. saying we can do something different. We can be creative. And it's like this, this mesh of those, meaning it's taking the, the new start creative ideas and trying to blend that with the old world of just, you know, we've been here for a long time. We have our bank and these are the rules. And it's really daunting, but extremely exciting. Uh, and I think something that uh, can be really fun. If you can actually innovate in that space, it's pretty cool. It's pretty rewarding. What's the biggest challenge you're facing right now? I, what I what I just said. Getting those worlds to come together. Getting those worlds to come together, right? So our big thing is we always say like we don't want to be a bank. We want to work with banks. But banks have regulation. Like they have a lot of things that, that are on them that make it difficult for them to build and do certain stuff. A la US Bank saying, sorry, a no thanks. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, hey, sorry, that's the rule. You can't get around it. And we're you know, creatives. Like you're trying to break the rules, you're trying to think different. And so for us, it's been trying to work into that space of like, oh, your time frame is this. Well, our time frame is different. And the way we want to do it is different. And that is a constant. It's like um, think of a rock and you're just it's like water over the rock. Like we have to constantly try to push against them. But they also mm-hmm. have to keep us in line, right? They have to make sure that we're following these regulations. Otherwise, things can go pretty bad. So that that's a lot harder than it sounds. Does the old world, you know, traditional yeah, banking – do they see you guys as a potential partner or do they see you more as like a threat and a disruptor who's going to screw up the status quo? Yeah, I would say both, if that's a fair way of saying it, meaning I think we can very much be a partner that works with them. Um, but yeah, fundamentally, we are disrupting like we and other people. We're not the only ones mm-hmm. from different angles trying to do stuff, uh, but we are definitely disrupting and challenge them to think different. Uh, so for me, it's kind of like what Tesla is doing in the car space. Well. They're challenging GM and Ford and Hyundai and Kia and all these guys to think differently. They're yep. definitely a challenger, but it's going to make Ford and Chevy and all these guys better. They're yep. going to make better products because Tesla exists. And I think that's how we view ourselves, right? We're not going to replace every bank on the planet, but we do think we can force them to give a better customer experience, and we're going to be the one, we want to be the ones leading the charge to do that. I love it. How can our listeners follow you, Alex? Follow me. Uh, you know, it's funny. I'm extroverted. Uh, in real life, but I'm not really active online. Uh, I think my Twitter handle is Alex W. Bean, but again, I'm not like super active. There. Not a lot going on there. Yeah, not a lot going on. So uh, would, it be better, would it be better to follow Divi? I would follow Divi. Uh, and then you've got some really, you know, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of people at Divi that are really active, but go ahead and follow. Uh, yeah, it's called Divi. You can go to getdivi.com to find out more about us, but that's where I would I'd find out more. Cool. Any uh, anything's coming down the pipeline that you'd like to give a little sneak peek to our listeners? I, I yeah, I think that here's my analogy. So what, most of your, your creatives, right? Most of your entrepreneurs, the people that are out there, I would say that they, they like Mac more than Microsoft. Just mm-hmm. let's just use that as a general consensus. Even though I'm from Microsoft country, and yep. you know, I don't think they're the worst. Um. People love Mac because of this ecosystem that they build. So the watch, the phone, the computer, the hardware and the software, all of it combined. And what Divi is trying to say is we actually did something similar where the, where the hardware, right, the physical card and the software, the, the, you know, what goes on that card. And now you're going to start to see us layer in the watch and the phone and some other stuff that allows us to have this ecosystem 
And because we own that ecosystem, we can do certain things that you just can't do otherwise. Just like Microsoft cannot do certain things that Apple can because they don't own the ecosystem. So I know that that's vague and I know that that's high level, but we have some pretty exciting stuff coming around the corner. And all of that ecosystem is designed to make it a better experience for the end user, like Emily and MJ, our podcast producers. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. The nerdy finance guys, but also like anyone who's using, anyone who's spending money for their company, th that's who we're thinking about constantly. Fantastic. Alex, thank you for coming on the podcast today. I have a little gift for you. Got a copy of our book from Poop to Gold all and right. a little gift bag from our clients. Um. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a great pleasure. And our listeners will, will be following the success of Divi. All right. Thank you so much. Make sure to like and share and subscribe. We'll see you on the next one.